tried to run it as a very much an experiential um, open home rather than just a you know, take names, kick ass sort of thing. Mm. No, look, take I don't. names and kick yeah. ass. <laughs> that's how we run an open home. <laughs> that's that's J Max motto. <laughs> going one, going twice. No, you're listening to the property pod. All right, guys, welcome back to the property pod. Your weekly engagement into real estate here in the Hobart Marketplace. I'm your host Aaron Horn, and it gives me great pleasure to be joined once again by real estate agents here at Four One Four Property Co. Johnny McGregor and Patrick Berry. Welcome back, boys. Hey, gentlemen, how's it going, everyone? Lovely to see your faces as always. Yeah, we missed you last week, buddy. You yeah. were uh, you were out with the spicy cough. We had the week before that where Pat had the spicy cough. Yeah, you then must have I been my turn. kissing yeah. and smooching him. All so don't go blaming me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, uh, we've got a. Ki- um, remove those hug sessions, whatever. <laughs> I told you they'd find out. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's good to have you back. I know you're feeling a, um, a bit under the weather. You're actually in the wars. You've got a busted thumb, a spider bite on your leg. You've had the spicy cough. Yeah, yeah. You literally, I thought they come in threes, but you just had a really rough time of it. It's, it's brutal. There's very high chance I've got to go to ER to get it sorted. So <laughs> that'll be the end of it, hopefully. Uh, yeah. They might just lob it <laughs> just off. Just turn, so. turn him off. That's yeah, the end yeah, of it. Yeah, that, he's done. He's I reckon, done. He had a good run. I reckon what you should do is get that massive um, pen you've got, which is, you know, this fat, oh, this yeah. huge thing, just get the thumb chopped off and have it installed on there as a, a contract button. A contract oh, I love thumb. that. I yeah. love that. Because it still would have the engraving of the poem in there too, so it's quite – it's very poetic. It's, yeah, poignant. Yeah, yeah. Um, in a, I'll, 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 ask, I'll ask the doctor about it. Yeah, just say they're doing amazing things <laughs> yeah, with yeah. surgeries these days. Body modification, it's a big thing these exactly. days. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, all fun and games in the studio once again. The thing we're quite excited about is we've brought our friend of the pot, Andrew Leggett, back in. Mm. The uh, the King of Rams himself has come to say g'day. We've been, it's been a red-hot minute between shows, my man. Yeah, it uh, has been a little while. Speaking. I didn't think I was uh, ever going to get invited back. Oh, mate. To the building. Don't the worry. It's been a slow week for us to figure out something to talk about. So, <laughs> yeah, I thought that, I thought that <laughs> that's why you're back, mate. <laughs> well, speaking of health issues, like I think last time we had you on, you were kicking fit. Next thing we know, you're down on the count with a jack jumper bite or something along the lines. Yep, had a bit of a delayed anaphylaxis, which um, knocked me on my ass for there for a little bit. Yeah, but, um, no, we got through that. Thank God. Excellent. <laughs> no, look, it's so good to have you back. We uh, we have missed you on the pod, and yeah, it was it was so good when you were filling in in the seat back in the day. And yes, we are. Uh, if you've been listening along, which I'm sure you have been, yeah, you would have noticed knows. that, um, yeah, it's been a bit of a bit of a battle to get the crew together for this year and, mm. and get everything running, but we're running strong and we're kicking butt um, at the moment. No, it's good. Thanks again for having me in. Not a problem. To, uh, to kick everything off before we get into any of the heavy stuff, I did want to kind of run over um, your living situation at the moment because I believe things may have changed or are in the process of changing mm. uh, since uh, last time you were in the studio. Do you want to give us a rundown of what's been happening in the world of Andrew Leggett and his family? Yeah, so my wife and I um, decided to cash in on the um, on the healthy market that was um, and have decided to move a little bit closer mm. back into the city um so it's all pretty much a done deal now i'm just waiting on move dates and and settlement yeah so you're moving to rosetta legget yeah yeah it was actually about 100 meters away from my house which is what the catalyst was for me to move myself wave to him in my underwear yeah. in the morning, so time to move <laughs> so yeah give us a rundown of, of kind of the process of what happened i know like it's kind of sometimes we pump up our own tires in here but mm. Give it to us as straight as you can. How did you find the process of selling? I assume it was with 414 Property Co.? 
Just wanted to wanted to make sure that we weren't talking out of school. But um yeah, give us just give us a rundown of, of how it all went. Kind of you were kind of working with Pat initially, but then you kind of teamed up with Sam Allright as well yeah. to to kind of build a mega team. And um yeah, how did the process go and how'd you feel about it all? Well and, and did you follow any of your own advice? Well, okay, so that's the thing. So I've, I've been on here a few times and I've said this is the process so this is how you should do it. I did none of that. <laughs> you're, on, you're your own worst enemy when you're in the industry. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, now it gets a little bit worse, um, which I don't know if I've actually touched on this with you guys, but um, Renee and I did make an offer on a property whilst we were in uh, isolation with COVID. Mm. Sight unseen. Oh, so you've like you've pulled out all stops and you've been like, I'm doing the traditional online shopping where I've got so much time on my hands, I'm just doing whatever I can. You roll into a house. Like it's not uh, even just like yeah. I bought some wild undies that like a uh, light up or something. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't like a um, standard Amazon order. No. It was, um, hmm, this house looks good. Sent the parents around. And the old man said, yeah, you should put an offer in. <laughs> so you did. <laughs> so I did. <laughs> okay, yeah, no. I was, I was not over this part. Okay, so you've put the offer in, sight unseen. Yep. Uh, which, yes, I'm pretty sure we haven't recommended in the past, but sweet. Yeah, the agents come back and said, if you just come up a little bit, you might be successful. Yep. And it was at the pointy end already, so I said, no, thank you. Yeah. Um, interestingly, though, it was just around the corner from the old stomping ground up, at, up near Purdy. Oh yes. Yeah. Oh, I was, who was I talking to? Oh, we were talking about um, up that end of the world mm. when you were living up there and Simon Dayton and such over the weekend. Yeah. So we missed out on that one. Okay. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. This doesn't sound like Rosetta. <laughs> no. No. So we missed out on that one and sort of went back to the drawing board. Um, and I looked at I, I looked at the financials to see roughly what was what was possible, but never lodged an application. I, okay. I guess working. I think, um, working what we normally it. like is for our purchases to be pre-approved. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Um, rang Pat and said, "Hey, how much can you sell my house for?" Um, didn't even come out and have a look. We just looked at some data online. I thought, okay, yep, that's close enough. Um, looked at a few properties. There's nothing that was really jumping out at me. Uh, and then my wife said, "All right, come and have a look at this one." And so I guess in your heart of heart, you, you decided that. The offer that you were making in isolation wasn't fully in isolation of just kind of like a on the spur of things. It was like, no, we really do want to make a move and and change things up. So it wasn't just kind of, oh, willy-nilly, we've got to move now. This was actually a calculated thing where you've decided we are looking for a new place. Yeah, it yeah. sort of just it just happened. It just ran. You just ran with it as you were going. Yeah, we sort of discussed the idea of, of moving. Yep. And then, yeah, next minute we've made an offer. So you're our favourite type of buyer. Impulsive. The passive, yeah, the yeah. passive impulsive buyer. <laughs> <laughs> All I see is dollar signs yeah. in my eyes when I meet you. <laughs> <laughs> Have you thought this through? Not really. Let's sign here. <laughs> yeah. um, so ended up at an open home um, just above Rosetta. Oh, Berrydale. Rosetta Heights. Rosetta Heights. And um, I spent the bulk of the time talking to the agent. Um, so I didn't really – I had a walk around the property. And yep. It felt good, looked good, um, but didn't really take too much in. Uh, I mean, he asked, are you going to take a contract and, and have a chat about this? And I hear my wife behind me say, I've got the contract. We're making an offer. <laughs> okay, wife. <well, laughs> another tip for listeners: yeah. don't let a real estate agent hear that. So yeah, the yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. keep that on the down low. <laughs> and um, so, of course, I knew, I knew that we'd be subject to sale. I thought, oh, there's no way, no, we're not getting this house. Yep. 
Um, and then, yeah, found out that the offer had been accepted subject to sale. So mm. we had to go in into go mode because there was renovations that had to be done on our house out at Tea Tree. And um, and this is probably the big difference, I think, with why you were successful in getting your place done and why you were successful in winning the other home was that when the decision, when you got the word that you'd got the property, it was just full steam ahead. Oh, well. Like renos were happening, like decluttering was taking place and the transformation of what it was like before you did the work to the day the boys went and did the photos was huge. Mm. just looked like a completely different house. Oh, it did, yeah. So I guess that comes from, um, yeah, knowing that the button needs to be hit and you've got the perfect motivation of like we've got this place, we can get it if we just do this these few light touches which were recommendations from Pat and Sam and then also knowing like these are the things I've always dreamt of doing. Let's get them finished. Like even just that um, landscaping at that front little section, seeing the photo from kind of when it was needed to mow to then when it became this beautiful little kind of, oh, you can just park six cars here. Yeah. Massive difference. Just And literally, like John will always say, taking the butts out of, like you don't roll in and think, ah, oh, that'd be really good if you could park your cars there. Mm. Literally, it's like, park your cars here and then yeah. make your wine over in that little bit. Mm. Well, it, it, it eliminated the idea that once my car's in here, the hell do I back out? Well, there was actually plenty of space once you get in there. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's right. Um, so signed the con- signed the the contract with four and four and got the property listed. Um, all was looking excellent with the open home book, and then phone call from my good mate Sam. I've got the spicy cock. Oh, <laughs> got a lot of that. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> strikes again. I actually, I'd actually discussed with him having like a wine tasting um, kind of thing at the open home, just being like really sell the idea of that it's like on an old vineyard space, said have wine taste. If you can't have wine, have blackcurrant juice and just make that like kind of come on the wine tour of uh, what's, your, what's the place called? Crosswinds. Crosswinds. Come on the wine tour of Crosswinds. Mm. And then he's like, i got the spicy cough. It's like, ah, oh, you're killing me. <laughs> but didn't you upgrade? Didn't you get Paul? For the open no, home? No, J-Max no. Stepped up. no. Oh. This is no, just a, a oh, well. full group team. Yeah, that's the already because then I identified the buyer aboard it and Sam didn't even show him. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. I, just I goes wasn't helping at the open home because he ditched me for Sam. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, stop him. <laughs> no, you didn't come because you had an open home yourself. No, I had something myself. Yeah. But we, we did have the coffee van, which was great because where um, there was myself and Marilyn, so when she took the details, I got – Dom to order up the coffee for them. And then the first thing for me was to walk around the, and point out the different elements in the history of the home while they waited for their coffee. Once the coffee was ready, then they were ready to go on the tour. Yeah. So they had this, um, you know, it was a nice experience. We didn't get the wine aspect of it, but they got, it was, it did feel more like a, um, you know, a, wine tour in that sense as opposed to just let's rock up, they get your names and you walk through and you do your own thing. They had a full history of the house before they even walked in. So yeah, excellent. It was We tried to run it as a very much an experiential um, open home rather than just a, you know, take names, kick ass sort of thing. Mm. No, look, take I don't. names and kick yeah. ass. <laughs> that's how we run an open home. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's J-Mac's motto. <laughs> I'd love to see a T-shirt that reads take names and kick, kick ass. ass. <laughs> <laughs> So it's, it's our new merch. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah, obviously you've had the full team effort. I actually didn't realise it went across the gamut of kind of everybody, but, mm. yeah, Open Home went well and you were able to achieve what some would have said was impossible mm. by selling in the short period of time and, yeah, well, getting what you wanted and being able to 
Yeah, chase your dream home. Leggett says he doesn't didn't follow any of the rules himself, but he did. He got the place ready and like in this market where it is a little bit quieter than what it has been, like he was able to make sure the home had everything perfect in it and yep. present it correctly. And so he did go that extra step that a lot of people don't, but they're gonna have to start doing that more as we start to shift into this new marketplace. The conversations of, that we're having are very, very different than the conversations we we're having six months ago. Um and are you noticing the conversations with your clients changing too. Yeah, they certainly have. Yeah, borrowing capacities um, become a, a bit of a beast. So, so again, I always claim to be the layman on the show and I feel like I can kind of um, say I know a bit more about real estate now, but I still know nothing about all this interest. Like I really am at the bottom end of the – I luckily um, went in with you guys at a um, fixed rate, mm-hmm. which seems like I, I won that bet. Yes, you but can you explain what's going on in the world of interest rates and inflation and all this stuff at the moment so, to a layman like myself? And no, you need to give yourself more credit, mate. That's <laughs> yeah, why you work in the room at that realestate.com event the other day. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> Bringing it home. Bringing home the bacon. Um, right, so Reserve Bank are saying we need to slow inflation and to do that they keep lifting rates. Banks keep passing rates on. Um, so rates have gone from... Starting with a one, yep, to sort of early threes, mid threes at the moment for owner occupied, and then of course, as I've touched on in the past, we add our buffer rate to that for assessment purposes. Yep, for know. sure. So we know that someone is good for a much higher rate. So you're still applying the buffer rate. So before, uh, when it was at one or two percent, it was like you're assessing at four or five from memory, were you? Yeah. So is that buffer now seven and eight, for instance? Yeah. So, so, it's a, so um, the buffer still exists. It's just at a higher. Yeah, that's right. Yep. So someone that was, uh, we were looking at serviceability for, say, 5.25, that buffer might be now at 7.5. So capacity mm-hmm. has come down and plus the cost of living has gone up. So it has, it's, it's shifted things for people, definitely. Yep. yep. And has that been surprising to your clients to hear that, like that new information or are they, and I would, are they drastically under assessing their living expenses sometimes too? Um, no, the, well, the interesting thing is with the living expenses, we don't look at specifically what what they are spending. So we go through and ask the questions, but there is um, there's a threshold. So if they're understated their their living expenses, the threshold's heaps higher. We adopt the higher figure. Okay. Yep. So right. yeah. So if they say oh, I'm only spending a hundred dollars a week on food and. You, your data suggests that you know two fifty is the the minimum. On average, people will spend X. You apply the That's the right. average, yep. But yeah. if they said three, we're spending three hundred dollars a week. You just sort of take them. Fair enough. That sounds right. That sounds yeah. It tallies it all up. Yep. And if there's anything over what the actual deemed cost of living is, that gets loaded in as an extra expense. Okay. Yeah, yep. that makes sense. Yeah. Cool. So word of advice is what I'm hearing, Leggett, is underquote everything and then you'll just top them up to the minimum. Yeah, it's going to be. <laughs> yeah. Rather yeah. than having the extra. Look, you can, you can tell me you spend 100 bucks on groceries, but. We were, you must be eating pretty lean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly right. Well, I know from the conversations we're having with first-time buyers, which, you know, is the, the beginning of the, the, the driver of the market, generally speaking, um, is I'm hearing them say, what else have you got? You know, or okay. So rather than before being like, I've found a place that's okay. I'm just going to put an offer in anyway. Mm. It's kind of yeah, we're opening up yeah. to see. Let's see three or four places before we. Yeah. The pinch doesn't feel as tight. I don't want to rush. Taking my time, you know, because the 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 
general messages coming from the um, the greater market news, et cetera, it's not the same pressure that it was. So there's not that, oh, my God, you know, things are going in overnight or uh, prices going crazy. This, the, the, the message is changing and so is, I suppose, people's psychology with that. Um, and they are taking a, a little bit more time looking at a few more houses and also too because they have the capacity to do it. Um, with that said, there, um, there are still the properties that are, you know, garnering, you know, 15, 20 people, getting those multiple contracts, but they're not just spread across the board. They're highly specific as opposed to, you know, it's the exception rather than the rule. Yeah. It seems to be like, well, in our marketplace, the two-bedroom unit in Moona, Glenorchy is still getting those 30 or 40 people to an open home, but then you've got a big family home it's getting, you know, five or six. Exactly. It seems to be that the, you know, there's no set sort of understanding as to why some properties are still more popular than others. But I can only assume it's like the two-bedroom units are a lot cheaper than the family home, so maybe they're in the budget where people are still able to to buy, so they're still popular. So mm. where Leggett's describing someone that might have been able to afford that three-bed, one-bathroom house is now having to change their buyer. To shift their yeah. focus a little bit. Yeah. So yeah. Or in yeah, some cases a lot. And now I guess with that too, Andrew, um, what's the – is there a sense of urgency that's changed from your clients? Have they – what are they asking you at the moment? What are you seeing? What are the conversations? Um, how has that changed for you personally? I've looked, well, from, yeah, look, from what you've said, I'm seeing something similar. So it's gone from someone's coming in saying, I'm looking at this house, I want this house, I've got to buy this house, to what do you think of this one? I'm looking at a few this weekend. Oh, okay. Yeah. So well, they're even asking you for opinions rather than well, get me the house. Oh, yeah. And as, as you guys do, we offer the, the comprehensive um, property reports. So, mm. and we, we explain that in our interview process uh, that if they see something they like, reach out, get you a report. Yep. Um, so, that sort of just sort of went by the wayside. It was just people coming back, yeah, I've got a house, here's a contract. Mm. To now trying to be a bit more educated yeah, bit, on what they should offer. Yeah. What, what do you think? How does this one stack up? What does this one look like? Do you think there's going to be any issues with valuation, et cetera, et cetera? Yeah, yeah. And how have valuations been? Not, <laughs> like, too, not actually not too bad. So does valuers still see that the contracts that are coming through are worth what people are paying for them? Yeah, in terms of purchases, no issues. Um, refinances have been interesting. So quite a few uh, valuations have come back a lot lighter than the client's expectations or what our core logic data has said as well. Ah. And is this from properties purchased within um, people bought in the last 12 months or just a general refinance? Just a, just a general refinance, yeah. Okay. I think we tend to see that a fair bit though in any marketplace is that when there's a contract on a property, the valuer is able to say, well, someone was prepared to pay that for the property. Mm. So they find it easier to value up a home. Like a great example, over the last two years you've been – you know, you get your Preston Road Patterson valuations done before you go to market on a property mm. and quite often you'll sell it for more and those mm. people then need to get it valued and financed and the valuation comes through correct Fine. and the deal yeah, goes yeah. through. Yeah. So it seems that valuers, when they don't have a contract to base a price opinion on, they seem a lot more reserved than they are if the property's on the open market and they're able to talk to the agents and, you know, how many people do you get through, how many offers. Can we justify Yeah, it? can yeah. we, yeah, is this fair market value for the property? Yeah, absolutely. And I guess too with that, this coming landscape with people being concerned, are they going to be able to secure properties? I mean, there are, the government still has those um, little bit of extra schemes like home share and stuff like that have been raised to $600,000. The thresholds have changed. So, you know, there, there are avenues, I suppose, Andrew, where, you know, people can go to, um, 
you know, secure those loans that they otherwise wouldn't have even 12 months ago. Is that right? Oh, definitely, yeah. There's been a great enhancement on the on the home share. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, change the income thresholds, change the deposit requirements, um, and it's it's – it's going to be fantastic for the first home buyers. And I think as we've spoken about it before as well, John, it's now not just brand new homes but existing homes as well. So yeah, because yeah. that's how hard it is to build at the moment, they've opened it up to existing properties as well. Mm. Um, and, you know, we'll probably look into that in, in a future episode to really unpack what that means what for first-home buyers. But mm. I think there's a real opportunity for first-home buyers out there to get back in the marketplace at the moment, less competition, a bit of wiggle room to negotiate. Yeah. But it's something that they haven't had access to for probably the last three or four years. And, you know, with rent starting to go back up and, you know, getting harder to find a rental property, I think there will be people that, you know, will be able to make the move from being a tenant to a property owner over the next year or two. Yeah, I'd love to see that. I know from, you know, a practitioner's perspective, it is nice to actually spend a little bit more time in these relationships, helping people find um, a home in a much more calm Environment, I, I guess you'd say, rather than just you know being so seeing so right. many faces, rather than taking names and kicking ass. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So even from our, our, our job shifts a little bit, where you know we 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 have to really nurture that relationship with buyers because they are the the you know the that's where the value is a lot, a lot of the time because when there's not as many people looking and they're not throwing um, contracts at owners' properties, well, we have to work that and they. It may be a case they've looked at it twice and then they disappear for a month and you call them back and say, okay, yep, no, I'm ready to buy that house now. Yep. Um, and they'll take their time as opposed to being, um, like Pat said before, Andrew, you being our favourite client, which is um, passive and impulsive. <laughs> <laughs> Look, mate, I think I think we'll wrap it up there. There might be some more stuff to um, dive deeper into. Mm. I think there's some more interest rate rises coming or there seems to be info that maybe I think – the writing of the wall. Yep. 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 So I think there's going to be a few more. And so just before we go, is it doom and gloom or is everything going to be okay? Like what's. No, I look, I still think it's just going back to normal. Yep. We've been blessed with low rates. And uh, for a lot of people that have built their first home in the last couple of years, they're thinking, wow, this is awesome. This is pretty cheap, but it's just going back to normal. Yeah, sure. Just setting back the status quo and then we'll just and move if, forward from there. Yep. And if you are worried, just go find a baby boomer and ask them and they'll say, back in my day, yeah, 17% yeah, exactly. was the normal. So it'd be nice lecture. Yeah, so if you're ever feeling bad about the rate number, just go find someone to talk to that's old and <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll feel better you'll instantly. Feel right and right. <laughs> all right, all right, we'll keep that in mind. Um, awesome. Well, mate, thank you so much for coming in and joining us once again. Thanks Pleasure. for running thank through you. your, uh, your little sales story there we look forward to the google review uh popping up soon just saying how awesome four and four is one star no, no, five star five star um it's thanks boys yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for coming back into the the studio i hope you're feeling a bit better after your uh little time away with the cough and good luck with all your other your surgery to get your new thumb finger oh, I, I, all i could imagine is next week i've got an eye patch so <laughs> tell me how that happened <laughs> <laughs> perfect comedy skit yeah. Um, awesome. Thanks for listening to the Property Pod, guys. We will be back next week with more and more show. See you guys. Bye. Bye. You have been 
listening to The Property Pod, recorded and edited by 414 Media House in conjunction with 414 Property Co. This podcast is general information only and the thoughts and views expressed is the opinion of our panel and listeners should always seek then use their own investigation into any topic we discuss to ensure they fully understand their own situation. It does not constitute and should not be relied on as purchasing, selling, financial or investment advice or recommendations expressed or implied and it should not be used as an invitation to take up any agent or investment services. No investment decision or activity should be undertaken on the basis of this information without first seeking qualified and professional advice.